What's going on, guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. Fantasy playoffs are here. Congrats to everyone who made it in their leagues. As a reminder, it's tradition here to make my website 100% free from the start of the fantasy playoffs through the Super Bowl. So you can see all my premium content for your playoff run. And if you didn't make it, then all the Dynasty content, the DFS content, the underdog content, all of that is also free if you want to check that out. Also, even if you're not looking at that, running back, wide receiver reports, advanced stats, those are just fun to look at in general, even if you're not playing. So again, all free, thefantasyfootballadvice.com. Almost all of the week 15 content is already up, and it's just going to be updated throughout the week. So who are we looking at right now for waivers? Running backs and defense and special teams are going to dominate waiver wires this week. Uh, you shouldn't really be going after like spot starts at wide receiver. You should not, not be stashing any wide receivers. If a wide receiver has not broken out yet. Don't really keep them on your bench. The odds that we have someone you've been stashing all season long break out in week 15 and then you trust them in week 16 is incredibly low. Much, much, much more likely that a running back will break out with an injury. Much more likely that it'll benefit your team stashing a defense for the following week. So do not have wide receivers on your bench that you know you won't be starting. That doesn't mean cut all of your wide receivers, right? Because if they're good enough for someone else to start, that can still hurt you. But don't be stashing anyone. Get rid of all those stashes, all like the backup tight end stashes. Like if you're not going to play this player, drop them for a running back stash, a defense stash, or maybe a, a different quarterback streaming stash for next week. So uh, we'll start off with running back. I would say my top option is Zamir White. We don't yet know the status of Josh Jacobs, but they play on Thursday night. They didn't bring anyone else in, and like, it doesn't seem like he's going to play, but again, we don't know. And of course, if Jacobs plays, Zamir White isn't going to be someone you're able to play. You'll have spent too much fab on him, but also remember, it's week 15. Everyone's in a must-win at this point. Don't worry about your fab. If you want to blow it all on Zamir White because you think there's a chance he plays and you might need him, do it. You want to spend the number one claim? Do it. Like there's, there's nothing we're saving it for at this point. We're all in every single week from now on. Um, they're three-point home favorites. The Chargers won't have Justin Herbert, so there's a real chance that they can actually win. If they get into you know winning script and Zamir White is the clear lead back, he'd be. I don't have the full projection done yet for that because again, we don't fully know if he's going to play. But I did an initial run, and we're looking at like maybe 70 plus percent of the carries he grades out as a running back too. Like he's going to be a pretty good play on Thursday night if Jacobs is out because of that potential. Again, I'd use number one claim. I would just spend whatever fab you want to spend on him. But I suggested 21%. But again, it's like, you know, it really comes down to what do you have? What other people have? How much do you want? Um, after that, I go after Keaton Mitchell if he's still available. I mention him every week. I know for like everyone watching this, he's probably not available. But, you know, on sleepers available in over 40% of leagues. So if you're in one of those leagues, <laughs> grab him because he's number one in the Ravens right now. Uh, behind those two, I would say it's a little bit of a drop down. You have a lot more like issues with some of these players. Um, but I would say Antonio Gibson is probably next just in the chance that Brian Robinson remains out. Robinson, I think, has a better chance to play than Jacobs because he got hurt, but then they had the bye last week. And we haven't really heard anything yet, but you know, it could easily come out on Wednesday. Oh, he's a full participant. He's going to play. And then it's nothing. Like, I do actually think Jacobs is at like a, a big risk of missing because also, like, why, why would they rush Jacobs back? There's no real point in doing that. But, anyways, um, if Robinson were to be out this week, you'd have Gibson and Chris Rodriguez splitting the workload against the Rams. Um, right now, I do have Brian Robinson projected to play, but if I take him out, Gibson is like roughly a low end to um, 
not a must start because uh, I do think Rodriguez would get some work on the ground, would potentially steal some goal line looks. Um, but like, you know, you would want to be rostering Antonio Gibson because what if a report comes out that they are going to lean on Antonio Gibson, that he's going to get like 60 plus percent of the workload. Well, now we've got another player that could easily be running back too. You don't want your opponents to have that because who knows how long uh, Brian Robinson will be out. Um, and then I would just say for Chris Rodriguez, more of a deeper league. Like if you're in like a 10 team league, you know, and, and Brian Robinson's out, you can add Chris Rodriguez, but I wouldn't go after him aggressively because he needs that and he needs them to like lean on him a little bit more than we're expecting. Um, I still like him, but you know, more of probably a 14 or 16 team league ad or like a deep 12 team league. Um, there's also potential for Ty Chandler this week. Madison hurt his ankle last week. Seemed like a significant ankle sprain. Seems like he won't play. But again, we don't know this early in the week because of the potential that it's only Chandler and Kenny Wangwu. Like you, you kind of have to just go after Chandler, right? I mean, like they're playing the Bengals and Apparently not everyone smashes in the Bengals matchup, but the Bengals are not a good run defense. And so Chandler's going to grade out as a running back too if Madison is out because of the potential there. Um, I would definitely go after him. But again, uh, they, they scored three points this week. So it's not like we're expecting the Vikings to drop 30 for Chandler to have multiple touchdowns. Uh, another running back option is Clyde edwards Elaire. Wouldn't go crazy with him though. Pacheco could still return. I don't believe... Don't quote me on this. Now I'm now I'm hesitating, but I'm pretty sure they didn't put him on the IR. So they're hoping he comes back in four weeks, and one week has already passed from that decision. And so could he return in the next week or two? Definitely. Um, even if he doesn't, you know, Jarek McKinnon is gonna take red zone work. They really love using McKinnon uh both on the ground and through the air when they get into the red zone. They're playing at New England this week. That's a terrible matchup for running back rushing success. Um, Clyde's also not that good so it's like you know he's fine but he is definitely not necessary to go after um last running back for pure handcuffs is Dante Foreman um seems like he's gonna be the Bears lead running back for the rest of the season which is obviously very valuable I have two issues with him though one even as the league back we're projecting what like 12 to 14 touches mostly all on the ground that's fine right but probably not something you are actually starting the fantasy playoffs unless you're in deeper 12 or 14 team league. Like if you're in a 10 team league, 18 league, you probably don't care that much about like 11 carries and two targets. Um, but second, I'm a little bit scared with him just because like we've seen them rotate backs in the past. Um, they will still use all three plus they have field. So it's like a full running back committee. Um, they're also not in the playoff hunt, obviously. And so they have two other running backs that maybe they want to check out like how good are these guys? You know, like obviously Foreman's not their long-term option. Running back is uh, Khalil Herbert, is Roshan Johnson. Like maybe they just give them a little bit more run as the season goes on or as the season ends, especially Roshan. Like maybe in the last few weeks, they give Roshan more touches because they kind of want to see what they have in him. So just because of that risk and because the upside is that you're getting someone who's mostly just an early down running back still in a committee, fine, but odds are you're not using him in the fantasy playoffs. After those running backs, again, stash the handcuffs. Please have handcuff stashes on your bench. It seems like every single week, someone from the list we go over here, you know, a list that may not seem important right now, but like we go over this list every week. And it's like there's always one name that gets removed from the list and is, oh, you know, that's a top three option for free agency. That's why you should be stashing this list because if you stash Zamir White last week when no one was paying attention to him, now we have an injury. 
Now you have him, like that's obviously very valuable. So the order I would stash them in is Chase Brown, Ty J Spears, Kenneth Gainwell, Rico Dowdle, Elijah Mitchell, Leonard Fournette, and Chris Rodriguez. Again, everyone still needs an injury. None of them are breaking out and are clear starting options. I know like Spears, Brown had a good week, but like none of them are clear, have to start them in the fantasy playoffs unless there's an injury. But if there's an injury, many of those backs can be very, very valuable. For defense streaming, um, you actually have a lot of good options this week. Um, I'm going to mention a few that you know might be rostered in a little bit more than I typically do for a cutoff. Usually, my cutoff is around like 50%. I just kind of went through the top options, and I'm like, listen, you know, even if someone's like 80% rostered, like maybe they're not in your league, and it's valuable for me to just say it. So, number one, Saints uh, versus the Giants. Tommy DeVito uh, looked pretty good, honestly, on Monday night, but he's still very bad. Still takes a million sacks. Uh, they still go up a billion fantasy points to opposing defenses. Saints at home, great option. Number two, Dolphins versus the Jets. Zach Wilson also looks very good this week, but he's still bad. Still takes a million sacks, throws a lot of picks, and the Jets do give up a lot of points to opposing defenses. Number three is the Browns versus the Bears. Browns have fallen off for some games recently, but they do still have a very, very good defense. They play at home. They play Fields, who's taken at least three sacks in all but one game this season. I think it's a pretty high floor play. And, you know, when you're playing Fields, he's a great quarterback. He can make explosive plays, but he can also make some mistakes. He can definitely, you know, cause opposing defenses, test spike games, defensive touchdowns against him. Uh, number four, Rams versus the Commanders. The Rams defense is just okay, but the Commanders have allowed the third most points per game to opposing defenses and have allowed the third highest sack percentage against them. They've been better in the second half of the season. They were on like a record-setting pace early on giving up sacks, but Sam Howell is still, you know, someone who can get sacked a lot, Number, especially because of the dropbacks, right? It's not necessarily like the, they have the third highest sack play percentage, right? Or highest sack percentage against them. So per dropback, only two other teams get sacked at a higher rate. But they also drop back more than any other team. That's a very lethal combo for potential sacks. Uh, number five is the Raiders versus the Chargers. Chargers, of course, probably going to be without Justin Herbert. That should be an alarm bell in your head being like, okay, we got another backup quarterback here to take advantage of. Uh, Thursday night game. And so those are always ones that could be potential lowest scoring. And then second lowest team total of the week for the Chargers. Vegas is not expecting a lot of points from them this week. Number six. Colts versus the Steelers. Steelers just lost the Patriots, who are trash. Their offense has also been like such a disappointment this season. They had the one good game, but the odds they fix it is pretty unlikely. So Colts, good option there. Uh, number seven, Chiefs at the Patriots. Um, Patriots are trash, like I said before. Uh, only you know, basically they were horrible three. Well, they're horrible all season, but they were dreadful three games in a row. Then they have this one game where they have three scores. They happen to convert. All of their drives like over midfield into touchdowns. Uh, they don't even kick any field goals. They just get super lucky there. Um, there were many plays in that game that could have turned into defensive touchdowns for the Steelers. Steelers get a little bit unlike, unlucky. Uh, you know, the Patriots are still very, very bad. I would definitely stream the Chiefs this week. Number eight, final one, Bengals versus the Vikings. The Vikings fresh off three points last week. Could be without Jefferson. Could also be without Alexander Madison. If they're down those two backup quarterback play, I know Bengals not a great defense, but playing at home, like that's a good spot that they're in. So definitely a lot of options this week and spend whatever you want. Again, 
We're in a must win. You have to win this week. So don't feel like, oh, I have $30 left in my fab. I'm only going to spend two or three in defense. If there's defense you like, go after them. Spend a bunch of fab to get them because you got to win. So get the one that you want. But I also will say there's a lot of good options. So don't think that like there's one clear have to start them defense this week. There is not. There are some good options. Uh, for quarterback streaming, you have five options. First by a mile is Matthew Stafford. He has three or more passing touchdowns in three consecutive games. Gets a dream matchup with the commander's pass funnel defense this week. Number two is Jordan Love versus the Bucks. I know he played horribly on Monday night, but the Bucks are also a pass funnel defense, and the Packers always play better at home. Number three, Sam Howell at the Rams. I know we're potentially streaming the Rams defense, but Sam Howell, well, a reason why we're streaming them, obviously, is the dropbacks, right? Sam Howell has 22 more pass attempts than any other quarterback in the NFL this season, and he's now fifth in passing yards. Like, he's going to drop back a ton. The volume's going to be there. Could that create a ton of sacks for the Rams? Yes. But could that also create a ton of passing yards and potentially passing touchdowns for Sam Howell? Yes. Also, if Brian Robinson is out, it could have them leaning even more towards the pass. Their touchdown road underdogs, that leans them even more towards the pass. So a lot of potential pass attempts here for Sam Howell. Number four, Gardner Minshew versus the Steelers. Uh, Minshew wasn't great last week, but they keep letting him throw the ball, you know, 40 times a game. And the Steelers are a great matchup for wide receivers. And so, if he leans on Pittman and Downs, which he probably will, he should find plenty of success this week. He's a good option. And then number five is Jake Browning versus the Vikings. I know he helped a lot of you last week, and if you want to just stick with him, that's totally fine by me. I would definitely stream Stafford over him. Stafford's in a better spot, and I just he just projects much better this week. He's projecting like as a top five quarterback this week. Um, and Browning, you know, projects a little bit worse because the matchup is a little bit worse for him this week. Also a little bit scary playing the Vikings. The Vikings are a blitz-heavy defense. They're a pretty good schematic defense. And so they could confuse him, could turn into a lot more like sacks and potentially turnovers for him that we haven't seen as much recently in really easy matchups for Browning. So there's a little bit more risk with him this week. But again, if you want to keep Browning while it's hot, I get it. So that's really it, honestly, for what the waiver wire should be looking like for you this week. If for some reason you need wide receiver, you need tight end, again, you shouldn't be looking at these players. Well, I guess one of them you can't look at. But for the most part, you should not be looking at this list. But top 10 in options are Isaiah Likely. That's the one where it's like if he is still there, it's the same thing as before. He's mostly getting schemed looks. He, you know, hit last week basically just because of the one long reception. But very athletic player. You're going to get those schemed looks. And so... Someone you can definitely go after. Uh, Chica Conquo, like I've mentioned before, he's getting more run. Not much upside, but he's getting, you know, like four or five receptions recently. Um, more involved in the offense and is an athletic player. He could hit deep. And then Hunter Henry off the two touchdowns. But, like, do we think that's going to continue? Probably not. Uh, best wide receivers are Noah Brown and Zay Jones. Both are actually pretty good options, especially if we're going to have, you know, tank tails out for the year. Um, we already know that Nico Collins um, had this calf injury in the past. I I mean, I don't know. I don't think Nico Collins is going to play this week, but check that. If both of them are out, I know Noah Brown's coming off the knee injury, but like they got to throw to someone, right? And the match is much better this week. I'd imagine the rain, you know, isn't as bad of an option this week. And so Noah Brown, definitely, um, definitely someone I would go after if you need wide receiver. And then Zay Jones had like a billion targets this week. Um, if Christian Kurt is going to remain out, he's going to get a lot of targets. But again, the odds that you're starting them in the playoffs, minimal. But if you're in a deeper format, that is 
fine. So remember that my website is 100% free now through the Super Bowl. And even if you're bounced early, you can look at the DFS content, you can look at the Dynasty content, look at the underdog content, or you can just look at the football content because it's fun to look at. Also, remember that the Discord is always 100% free. So if you have specific questions you want to ask me, go in there. Um, there's a link to that in the description box as well as a link to the website. So that's it for this one. Hope you all enjoyed. If you did, have a like button and have a subscribe to the channel if you're new here. Thanks for watching.